Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the My Hero Academia podcast. This is our first one, so please be kind to us. If you have any recommendations for editing or recording or anything like that, please let us know. I apologise in advance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, um, so we're going to be reviewing both the manga and the anime today. The manga chapter is number 188, Your Father, the Number One Hero. And the anime episode is episode 50, End of the Beginning. And I'm Kendra. I'll be your co-host. And I'm Sophie. <laughs> nice. Okay, let's get let's get down to business to defeat the Nomu. I liked that. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, oh, I want to get one joke in. This week is really heating up, I guess. So let's see what... <laughs> Well done. Yay. And so we start the chapter with Endeavor yelling out, Burn it to bits! And he slices and dices into little bits. They're all crumbling away. And we get some random heroes saying, He's cutting it apart with fire in an instant. That's godly! And Hawk has to do a bit of a flip to... Get oh, I think because he's having trouble flying right now, maybe because we yeah, see those, so many wings. Those, those are the feathers. Those are the feathers catching the rocks. I just thought they were on fire, but that is also the wings in there. He says, "Haven't Very you small. ever cooked anything, Endeavor?" I just imagine I'm kind of like bumbling along, and he's and then he goes on to say, "When chopping, you gotta make the pieces uniform." Ouch! Quit, and then Endeavor yells at him, or quit yapping and tighten up your sloppy moves. Oh and, yeah, can you see that the feathers? are attached to the rubble in the background. Yeah. So he's he's being frosted backwards, oh. walks, but he's still yep. he's still taking care to move the rubble away. Yeah. And Endeavor is a little mean to say sloppy moves when he's dealing with his damage he made. <laughs> and Hawks responds, Yeah, but when I send out too many feathers, my flying takes a hit. And I Endeavor goes, Well, excuse me! It's just like, okay, Endeavor. And then we get high-end bird. Boom! He gets bl oh, someone blasts high-end. It's a guy shooting his fists out. Endeavor, Hawks, we got your backs. And high-end goes, don't interfere. And we see him, something coming out of him, and he's flying it out. And I thought for a second everyone was saying shit, but he says, and we kind of get a bit of a breakdown of the high-end's different quirks. Flies via shoulder-mounted jets. Transforming arms aid in flight, but can also stretch and split apart. He's Luffy. Stretched-out arms are strengthened by muscular enhancement. Enough power to smash straight through a reinforced concrete. Yeah. Plus regeneration. That makes five. And the sixth. Fission. They're a different color, though, so maybe they're just stored in the body. I just wonder, like, how are they making these if they don't have one for all anymore? That's kind of a question. Yeah. And, uh, Unless he made them beforehand or mm -hmm. he passed his quirk on, but I don't think he would do. Yeah. I don't think he'd pass his on. He doesn't seem like he, the kind of person to do it. Mm. Unless they found a way to regenerate certain quirks with blood. Yeah. And how are they? They have so many regeneration things. Like, who are these people they're finding that can heal so well and still, like, get caught. I wonder if they're going after like homeless people and things and just taking people off the street. And... Yeah. 
or if they're making quirks that way if they're making quirks now like they found a way to artificially create regeneration uh, yeah they could be as well because we have a way the of two, stopping them sorry the two heroes in the back that try and help them the guy that's thrusting the cannons out and then the one behind him mm-hmm. He's cutting off his fingers and his arms. I don't know if he's projectiling them at them, but <laughs> he's not. He's not even helping. He's just like, look what I can do. He's probably throwing them. He kind of has the same thing that um, Hawks would have. That he like, I guess, using his body to fight, and he loses it or uses it. He gets weaker every time he uses it. Yeah, I guess. It, imagine being saved by someone's finger. I would just be like, That's no, saving the feathers. That's. Or just gonna That's punch gonna in the with face you. with a middle finger, just jab it in the villain's eye. <laughs> Take this. Exactly. <laughs> I think it looks like he can do it to his legs too. Yeah, they look kind of wound up again, a bit, mm-hmm. a bit loofy. So the black gnomo again says, "Who's the best here? Fun, fun. Enter, interfere." And then we go back to Endeavor, who's looking very, very angry, taking this thing at face value. It's out to fight someone strong. That's pretty common thinking for villains. I'm really starting to overheat. So to keep the fight with me going, it's diverting our back up down on the ground. This Nomo is thinking, and that's a very ominous page yeah. of him as he's I guessing he's regenerating. Yeah. Because one one of his fingers, it's just a little bit of a tendon and bone. Yeah. And the other hand is all bone as Look. he's regenerating his arms back up. Mm-hmm. It looks like a scarecrow. A yeah, he does look like a scarecrow. This must be him regenerating. Mm-hmm. But he's been really burnt right to the bone. Like Even his shoulder bones and things are just sticking out. Yep. So I guess he can regenerate his other quirks as well. It's kind of cool is that I think the background thing is his eyes. The Nomo's eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even his sound effect is different. His sound effect is warmth. 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 So we go to the citizens and they're terrified by the... He's producing white gnomus rather than other black ones. Mm-hmm. They're saying, ah, get out of the way as they try and fight off. And then Hawks comes in with two massive feathers. And he looks like he uses the two big feathers to cut off the heads yeah. of the reproduced white gnomus. And I'll say one of the white gnomus has an eyeball inside its mouth. Oh, that's creepy. That hand uh, using is massive. Oh, yeah. Um, he's uh, using his smaller feathers to save the civilians at the same time. They're saying, Hawks is saying, yep, it's me. Now let's get you guys somewhere nice and far away. Because in all honesty, I can't do much against brute strength. And I, ca- and I ain't guaranteeing anything. Especially when it's my own neck on the line. <laughs> and he looks, he looks really sly there. Yeah, I guess you're kind of, in the last first episode, you were talking about how you don't quite trust him. Yeah, I really don't trust him. Any time that he says anything, like last chapter where he said, I can't remember what it was, but he his words were worrying, but his face was nothing. And it reminded me of back in the provisional license exam when that guy from love school came up and wished them well. Mm-hmm. And Bacco smashed his hand away and said, <laughs> don't take it for an idiot, your eyes don't match your words. And now That's we- what I get from this guy. We kind of get a good look at his wings here, and we can see that he kind of has a flap. So the wings can come out. So it's like specifically designed so his for his wings, which I think is really cool. Otherwise, like, how would you get it? I guess when he takes it off, he has to like take it off his wings as well. And so he, has to, he has to like pull it. Or I guess his feathers can pull it. Like that would be so hard to wear clothes when you have wings. 
I guess you could say that with uh, Shoji's arms and oh, yeah. Ida's massive calves. <laughs> I know they did mention when they went to the mall, they talked about like their clothes specifically designed for different stuff. Yeah, I wonder if there's someone there who, in the shopping centers, who like tailors them. Mm-hmm. This is something that only women would probably think yeah. about so much, but how do they get their clothes? Yeah, I want to see, like, we, we know May designs stuff. I want to meet the, or I guess Best Genus can do stuff with clothes too. Like, I want to meet the clothes designer person who has to, like, get their head around all this stuff. Or, like, just, okay, Best Genus has to, like, help him take off his cool jacket. Sideline fashion business. Yes. Uh, uh, we go back to the black Nomu. Mm-hmm. Him and Endeavor are both in the air. And the Nomu says, not shoot shooting anymore. Put heat and fire fire lines. Or or can't shoot more in that case. So he's Endeavor's thinking he's got he's got some good intuition, even though his words aren't great. My flash fire fist condenses my flame to white hot points it's supposed to be my one hit finisher rampant use raises my body heat which slows down my whole system i'm already at a disadvantage in both speed and power i don't know how many quirks it's actually got either i'm holding back holding back could definitely prove deadly my body just keeps overheating we get a flashback at the end to his family his wife looks lovely there. They're mm. obviously visiting somewhere snowy. Mm. And he says, that's why, with you, flashes over to a picture of his three siblings, excluding Todoroki, and you guys. And then it pack- goes to a picture of Todoroki saying, and you. So he's thinking about all his family here that we've seen. I really like the pictures. The wife's drawn very well, but even yeah. there, she looks sad. Yeah. And I wonder, like, is this their first date? Like... What's happening here? I don't know if it would be because most gardening, so most flowers don't really, there aren't very many flowers that bloom in the cold. And from the way she's dressed, it looks like it's either winter or we're in a cold environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it could be. I don't know about Japan's foliage. <laughs> yeah. I have some questions about like, why don't we just like team up with her and have her like blast him with ice every now and then or like buy an ice pack? wear that built it into your suit yeah exactly why like what what eugenics your way into the ultimate superhero instead of just like buying an icy hot pack and use that in your suit built an air conditioner just like Mm -hmm. talk to may time travel and get made to design your super suit it's true is there anything you want to say about when there's the three of them? I personally think it's the ice kid we saw last chapter. And the middle kid is Dabby, or it's a mystery kid? Because he's taller than the sister, so he seems older. But, but he's taller than the sister now. Yeah. I think that's uh... that's the same hair, and the hairline is in the same place as well. He's got that further back hairline. Mm. And also the third one, we don't really see his face because it's obscured by the hair yeah. so I think the only reason he would obscure him specifically is because we haven't seen him yet Yeah. this this other kid so it kind of looks like he didn't really abuse him but they're a bit neglected so if mm-hmm. people are thinking it is Darby even though his hair is white here rather than red maybe he, he as he was going along he was training the other ones but then they kept having better quirks and he was then just 
putting them aside. Yeah. You're not good enough now. I have yeah. an upgrade. It could I don't be need like, you. Uh, Kirishima. Kirishima died this year, so maybe when he like rebelled against the family or left, he was like, I'm going to dye my hair. That's true, especially if he's trying to hide his identity and he won't give anyone his name and yeah. he's got all those piercings and things. That would make sense for him to dye his hair. Yeah. So he must be like, he's younger than 19 then, Dabby. He's probably like... Yeah, he could be in between their ages though because yeah. Todoroki is 15, 16. I can't remember if he's had his birthday yet in the current timeline. Uh, and then his older brother, the one that we know... He's 19, and the sister's yeah. 22. Mm -hmm. I'm going to quickly check how old Todoroki is. He, his birthday was in January, so he, I don't think he's gotten older yet. Ah, so he's still 15. Yeah. So there's time in between 15 and 19. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of time to yeah. sprout out some others. Yep. Okie doke. Mystery boys. Which one's the mystery boy? <laughs> Yeah. We have our bets. You can tweet us. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? You think I is, say is the the one. <laughs> We go back to the Black Nomu again. He's saying, "My power, my my strength, st strength. Let let me try it on you, you." As he comes towards him, with all his these extra appendages flying out mm -hmm. of his body. And it doesn't look like he's hit Endeavor, but he's missed him. So it looks yeah. like Endeavor's dodged him with the hmm coming out of his right arm. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we go back to news crew saying, there, do you see him, folks? It's Endeavor. So bright, even at this distance. And it looks like they're running away from the fight. Yeah. Yeah, they're running away from it while they're, while they're filming. He's <laughs> talented for the cameraman. Mm -hmm. um, Endeavor says, a purgatory you can't escape. Or regenerate from now burn away to nothing. He's ignited violently. Flames look like they're coming out of all of his body except for his hands where his armor is, so they must be flame retardant, but it's, it looks like it's coming out from everywhere else. Yeah. Oh, I just want to point out now he's kind of doing what Endeavor did earlier by send. He's, I think he probably did it earlier, but like when he sends out his limbs, it's very similar. Oh, sorry, there's loud stuff in the background for me. It's very similar to, like, his fire beams. Now it's kind of like limb beams. They're not beams, but, like, limbs kind of, like, shooting out. And we get prominent burn! And Endeavor's thinking, just watch me. I can't let... And then he thinks, I can't let you see me being so pathetic here. And I'm wondering, is he thinking that to Todoroki, Hawks, or, like, his wife? I think he's still... It, I think he's still thinking about his family. Yeah. Uh, it would make sense because the ellipses from the family say, that's why you, that's why, with you, oh, and yeah. you guys, and you, I can't let you see me being so pathetic here because yeah. the ellipses don't stop. Mm -hmm. so and it could be there. Yeah. We get some more fire shots, and then we see he's kind of looking, looking, and we see there's still a head floating. Dun, 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 dun. We, get a war we get a warmth again. He's re like he's regrowing his whole body from his head. Too bad and oh, what's the voice there? Too bad endeavor. <laughs> the head it tore it off and tossed it. Hawks looks shocked and he get the other limb extendo at endeavor, and we get the sister reacting. Or I guess daughter in this case. Ah! And they're watching even, him. Sorry, sorry, even in this picture. Of endeavor, it look it doesn't. You can see that it doesn't go through his head. Yeah, it just 
goes at the top and grazes him and maybe a little bit below the shoulder. Yeah. Because, okay, let's see. We see it gets his side. It kind of, you can see it gets his, like, chin. And then it goes up and bursts to fire, like, oh, I think I said fire, blood. And the blood, if you look, it kind of looks like the flower. Like, they're right on top of each other. Yeah. And I like that she's yeah. not watching the TV. She's just playing cards or something. It looks like maybe she's reading his letters. Oh, yeah. Listening to the radio. Reading to Rocky's uh, letters again through. Yeah. And he doesn't look happy. He might be eyeless or is he dead? Let's we'll find out. Maybe. <laughs> I, go ahead. I really don't think he's dead. No, I don't think he's dead. I think it's such a ruse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go on to the next page. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sorry, with the family, we can see that I think I think she's listening to the radio. Yeah, she's saying ah, and she looks devastated. And in the back of, or no, that's, they have someone that's the sister. She's she's around. watching the TV on her computer. Yeah, they've either got some to drive them around, which they could do. They're Endeavour sons. Mm-hmm. They're minted, so they're either in a taxi or they've got a personal driver, mm-hmm. and they're watching it on the laptop. Yeah. Uh, and then we go over to Todoroki's face and he just, he looks de- just stunned. It looks like on, there's a little bit of fire coming off of his right side, just a small yeah. amount off some of his hair. No, we cut to Azawa in the teacher's room with a massive TV that looks like a microwave. <laughs> um, and there's, he's sitting next to a razor head. Opposite is All Might. And then there's 13 as well, who looks like he's going to play with Eri. Uh, and they're obviously watching on the TV. And Azawa says, let's take a trip back to your room, Eri. She says, okay. And he says, guys, keep an eye on Eri. I, I just want I'm to going out. to Todoroki. Yeah, oh, okay. Two things to point out. I want to point out, yeah. if they're watching the TV, maybe they shouldn't have the small child who has, like, a evil quasi-father figure of a villain fighting a hero. Might be bad. And also, I think he's going to Endeavor. I don't think he's going to Shoto. I'm sorry, keep going. Oh, you think he's he's going to help? He's going to help Endeavor. Cause I think he but they're quite far, though, aren't they? We've seen on the on the map that they're not in the same city anymore. They've gone to Hawks' city. Oh, did they? Okay. You can, yeah, like, this is because Endeavor came to visit. He came all the way to visit him, Yeah. which is in a different a different oh. area to where they are, they are. So I don't know how quickly he would get there. <laughs> he's going to run really fast. <laughs> The secret Someone running <laughs> Yes, he's like, toss me! President Mike can, like, voice blast him all the way there. Could President Mike be a jetpack? Like, you just have Maybe. him on his back, and he, like, yells, and he can propel it. <laughs> I am here for a racer head and President Mike jetpacks. You heard it here first. I'm calling it for next chapter. <laughs> We've not seen President Mike's full abilities yet. Yeah. He's, he's not going to bust out a move like that against Jiro and Oda. <laughs> no. We get a small scene of, uh, a small picture of All Might just looking, well, he's obviously very skeletal mm-hmm. there, but looking worried. And he says, Endeavour, and it looks like he's going to clutch his heart, but it's it's yeah. lower than his heart, so I don't think it is. I think he's clutching his side. Yeah. Maybe when he gets too worried or his heart beats too fast, it hurts his old injuries. Yeah. Then we go back over final page to a very ominous black nomu standing over a defeat well looks like a defeated endeavor saying oh boring no str- stronger her heroes around 
and I think this is endeavor thinking. I'm oh no, this might be a flashback thought. I'm hoping to become a hero you can be proud of. And then we flash to the dorm room and we see Izuku, Kirishima, Kaminari with I'm guessing that's Kaminari with his head turned still watching the TV, Momo looking around, and I think we can see Tokoyami standing behind there. They're watching the news and Toroki's just come in. Ah, so yes, Endeavour's thoughts, I'm hoping to become a hero you can be proud of. Your father, the number one hero. Someone deserving of those titles. Dot, dot, dot. And we see Todoroki's face. And he grits his teeth. Yeah. And we're very much getting him, like, from the side, his scar side here, even. So mm. kind of like... Ah, uh, yeah, that's an interesting choice. Yeah. Even though, I think... like, I, 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 his mom gave him the scar because of his dad. But I was having, like, Zuko thoughts here. I wonder if people are going to use... Kaminari, his face not being turned and him being more interested in the screen. There's extra ammo in the his traitor. traitor theory because it looks like even though in Tokoyami, we can see his eye, so it looks like he's not completely focused on the TV. <laughs> his his eyes are on the side of his head, right? So Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what his field of vision is. Well, he might be looking out of this corner of his eye. I wonder if, like... Hawk. This is just making me think of him being under Hawks. If Hawks will like teach him to use his feathers like that too, to use like dark shadow in a very like minuscule, tiny fashion for like big results, kind of. Could be. I I, I think we'll see something. We'll see some flashbacks of that. Mm. Um, but yeah, Momo looks really distraught. We can see and we can see little teardrops in the three of them who are turned round. Yeah. And it just uh, makes me wonder, like, are they going to have to stop Shoto or Todoroki from running to save him? Like, I try to wonder, like, are we going to get another vengeance arc? Or how, like, I don't, I don't know what Todoroki will do, because he doesn't I don't like know his dad, but like, he doesn't want to watch his dad die on live TV. He thinks it's not dead, but, like, I don't know. How would he get there again, though? Just ride, um, ride his ice. Yeah, he'd be like, he's gonna, like, take, yeah, he can ride his ice, or, like, he's like, Ida, you be a watchman. Come with me. Make sure I don't do anything dumb. I'm gonna save my asshole of a father. Then I can decide right, if I, I forgive him or not. I don't think she'll let him go. No. Watchmen Momo happen. and Watchmen Ida can happen again. And that's why I feel like Ida will be like, this is literally what happened with Stain. We can't keep doing this. So I just, I don't know what he's going to do. Because, like, I think his feelings about his dad are still, like, mixed towards hating him. So I don't, I I honestly, I don't know what Todoroki's going to do. If, if Eraserhead is going to Todoroki to make sure he doesn't do anything dumb and just, like, looking at him until he, like, calms down, that would be okay, I guess. And just, like, put him in an icebox or something. I don't think he'll do anything. Yeah. I don't think Endeavor's dead, so I think we might see some movement there, or the nightmare will just go off, but yeah. I don't think he'll do anything. He's just, a, I don't know, he might be too conflicted mm -hmm. to act on it. We'll get, like, a fire eye patch for Endeavor. But who's going to take down this Nomu? Oh, maybe it'll be, like, I, I had kind of a thought if the villains, like, create a fake hero, Ooh. and that person will defeat this, and it'll be, like, a new person. Or, oh no, please, please let it be Wash. I will, like, please, please let Wash come. 
Maybe they'll send a, a team up. Yeah. They'll create the Avengers. Yeah, that's, oh. we don't have an Avenger. I guess they kind of did that when they saved Bakugo, but it would be cool if they did, like, a... Or maybe Can We Woods? Like, or yeah, they'll have a whole bunch of people. But how would they find the Nomu as well? If the Nomu keep, doesn't keep on attacking people and mm. he goes back to base, if they can order him to come back, if he doesn't stay out in the open, they won't be able to find him and then he'll just be able to keep I think... springing up attacking people it seems like he wants to keep fighting though because he's like no no stronger heroes around so he's he's picking a fight still and then he's on tv so they know where he is it's just a matter of who can get there the fastest and who can actually beat him oh, see i think that no stronger heroes around means that he's gonna leave and uh, try and find someone stronger mm -hmm. oh who's you number three oh that's um is that Ed Shaw? I think so. The ninja hero. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if we can find it faster. He's number four pro hero right now. Oh, Ed Shaw. Or if one of the students will do it. Like if one of the, but they're all at school right, or wait, is it a weekend right now in this series, in the like universe? Um, well they're all there. No, we only see some uh, of them. Oh, okay, current rank number three, best genius. Yeah, he's not oh, going to yeah, do anything. He still has it, even though he's yeah. Hurt. So number four is Edshot. Okay. So number three is best genius. Number four is Edshot. I think so. Is that high end's not wearing any clothes? What will best genius do even if he wasn't injured? Yeah, just true. being naked. <laughs> I'm taking your costume for my own game. Yeah. He uses his denim, doesn't he? That's why he wears so much of it. Yep. He can like, use his own clothes. Yep. And he could even, like, I guess he can, if he can change the density of it, he could even use it as a shield a bit. Yeah. I'd like to see all of the other top ten. So, uh, the rabbit hero. Oh, I hope she does. I'd see her, but she expressed explicitly that team-ups are for weaklings. Yeah. And she might show up just because, like, she's, like, she wants to prove herself. Yeah. So I we don't know the areas they come from, either. Yeah. Like, Cammy Woods, actually, we know near where UA is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we've seen him near Izuku before. Yeah. In the first episode. Uh, Wash, we don't know where he is. Hmm. I'd like to see the shield hero cross. Oh, yeah. Just because he looks... He's, he gives me some Tolkien vibes. Yeah, and he, very, he, very, he makes me think of Kirishima vibes. a lot. Like, he seems like Kirishima's kind of hero. Oh, no, he's not the shield hero cross. He's the armoured hero. Oh, whoops. The armoured hero gives us Tolkien vibes. Ah, uh, okay. Either of them would be good to work with Kirishima, either the armoured hero or shield hero. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the shield hero is the one who cried, saying, uh, All might, <laughs> when he was given the mic. Yeah, he seems like a nice old man. Oh, or Gran Torino, but they're not where Gran Torino is, right? So you don't think Endeavor's dead, either? I don't think he's dead. I just, I'm just more wondering how they're gonna get out of this. I think a pro hero or a new pro hero will appear, and you think that he's gonna leave. Imagine if they can control the Black Nomu. Yeah. And it's Shigaraki who turns up, and it's like, I'll save you all. Oh, he just decides to be, like... I an anti-villain, like a true anti-villain. Or, yeah, or wait, anti-villain? I know, know anti-hero. Just be an anti-hero. And be like, the heroes won't do their jobs, so I guess I'll have to do it, even though I'm the one who sicked this on everybody.
you remember how there was that big, that really big hero, that really big villain that was listening to the radio? If they brought him back to, if they, if High End wouldn't listen because he's so smart and he kind of like, no, I don't want to do what you guys say. They have to make like the big guy fight him. I don't remember which one he is. Um, he's also the. Remember in Kirishima's flashback when there was the villain that kind of got directed away by, uh... Yes. By Mina. By her. People are thinking that maybe that one is the same as... Oh, okay, I need to look up the League of Villains. Because I don't think he's named yet, but we saw him kind of recently as he was talking about, like, oh, he's really powerful. Uh, with Gran Torino fought him and they couldn't they couldn't catch him, but I think they said that they did defeat him. Yeah. And we've had flashbacks to his silhouette before when All for One is talking about his protégés. Yeah. So people are thinking that he's he's part of the League of Villains or he once was and then he mm-hmm. went off to do his own mysterious thing. Yeah. So maybe he'll appear? I don't know. Oh, Gigant- Gigantomachia? Oh, he doesn't have a name. Gigantomachia. Yeah, <laughs> he sounds like something from uh, Gundam. But I, I, I don't know why he would appear. I, just, I was just thinking of a big guy who could fight stuff. I, I don't know what his- we don't know enough fighting, but I don't- I can't see what his motive would be. Yeah, just being ordered to. Because he does whatever his mic, t- his radio tells him. Ah, could be. I know people think he might be Kirishima's dad or something, or they used to. <laughs> oh, Kirishima, I hope not. Yeah. I hope his sad backstory is just the one that we got. Yes. If Kirishima was the traitor, my heart would break into a million pieces. That would need some intense backstory Yeah. to convince people. Oh, I know one person is doing an AU on Twitter of what if, like, Kirishima was evil, but then he, like met Bakugo and kind of turned good, but he was kind of like barely even evil. It was more like misunderstood. Oh, it's the same person who does the awesome drawings with like dragon Kirishima. Oh my god. So he he got turned good by the power of love. Yeah, pretty much. It's like crib. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, person. Oh, okay. No, crabbing. Haha, I found it. Uh. Um, at crab... C R A B B N G has really cool drawings, and they did a cool evil, or not like villain slightly Kirishima. I'm not. Sh- they they post a bunch of stuff, but they're awesome. Um, sorry for that random sideline. It's okay. Um, um, I think that might be the end of our recap. No. Yeah, I think that's good. Did how do you like? Or let's just be do a quick yay chapter or no chapter. Yay chapter. Yay chapter. I think it was good. I also just realized that, I think, has this the longest we've gone without seeing Deku? That it's been two chapters? Two or three? Oh, no, no, no. We've seen him. Oh, we, we saw his face in that little corner. okay. Yeah. <laughs> we've seen a face. So we, went, so we went one chapter without Deku, right? Um, did we see him in the... When they were, to- when they were going through the lineup? We might not have seen it. It might be two, two or three. Mm-hmm. When they were going through the new pro hero list. Oh yeah. Billboard. He might have been watching it. I don't know. I feel like we've last, at least last chapter, we didn't see him. So it's been at least one. Even if chapter. it's only two or three chapters, it's the longest. Yeah, because it's like 
And it's still, it's still going on strong. I think it's, like, a good kind of, like, test of the series of seeing, like, how well can they go without focusing on their main lead and kind of letting the supporting characters shine. Mm. So, eh. I don't, know. I don't like Endeavor that much, but I don't want him dead. I just, I don't know. He's got room to grow. He's got room to grow. He's not yeah. there yet. Yeah. Imagine if he only, he gets to number one hero and he's only there for like a week. Yeah, he might be having the quickest to end his hero career. What would he do after that? If he's not a hero, who is he? What does he do? Um, he can go like, in, you know, during the winter when you need like heat, he can just go to homeless shelters and provide free heat. Warm them up. Oh, I wonder yeah. if maybe he can't fight and then he thinks, what can I do now? I've spent all my life on this game, yeah. this goal. And now, now it's gone. Yeah. I had it for a week and now it's gone. Yeah. He got his dream, but like, where do you go from there? And now like, once you lose it, I gotta get it back again. Or he'll, I think it like, he would focus more on Todoroki. Hawks would get his goal. He would move up to number one. Yeah. But like no, I think we like, don't trust Hawks. It's too much for him to, yeah. for the Black Nomi to turn up right at their discussion when they're together about Nomi. Yeah, it's it's too coincidental. But like, how would I guess he might maybe he already he did big feathers somehow. Maybe he'll do like a super big feather and like cleanly slice and dice the high end. But we don't know if he can merge his feathers or how long it takes him to regenerate new ones because yeah. he said once he's used up all his feathers, he can't really, he can't do much. Or he can't fly. Maybe he has like a super combine all the feathers final move. Ultimate feather. Yes. And it's just like, and he's just like, which weighs more, a ton of feathers or a ton of rocks? And the guy's, and the Cayenne's smart, so he's kind of like, they both were a ton. And then you're just like, you're dead. Aww. I don't know. I don't know feel sad for High End. <laughs> or, I, I just think Hawks is a villain. Yeah. Or, okay, and I, he'll just sort of like walk it off. Just, ah, yeah. I saved. I saved casualties. Yeah. Uh, but okay, I remember what I was kind of thinking. Is that Endeavor is a lot smarter than I thought he was. I kind of thought him as a dumb jock a bit. But he's kind of, like, keeping track of the amount of powers, and, like, I don't know. That's a lot to be thinking in that situation, though. Yeah. It, does, it does show that he's very intelligent. Mm -hmm. And he's noticing all of them, he's keeping track. But not smart enough to just get at a sidekick who has ice powers. You can blast him. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. I guess, like, I, I don't know how much the chapter's trying to excuse him being like, oh, he did all this because he wanted... Like, to make up for his own faults. And, like, in his quirk. But then it's like... You're still... We already kind of knew that, or, like, kind of implied we knew he wanted to make a pro hero. So, like, so even if he had a sidekick that could help cool him down, mm -hmm. I don't know if he would have brought his sidekicks with him to that meeting. Yeah. Because I doubt he would have suspected that he, he'd be in this massive fight and yeah. it might be his last. So or he'd no, probably just go mm -hmm. on his own. I just mean in general, like, instead of trying to create uh, okay. the super baby, he should have done that. I guess probably he tried and it wasn't good enough, or, like, he didn't- he, he wants to rely on himself. He wants to beat- he wanted to beat back then All Might by himself, by his own means, and then when he couldn't, he's like, if I, if I can't do it, then something that I'm gonna, like, live through is gonna do it. Yeah. So I think that's the end yep. of our manga recap. 
And now on to our anime recap. So this week we're doing uh, episode 50, end of the beginning, beginning of the end. Um, and it's episode 12 of season 3. Yes, and it covers manga chapters 95 through to 97. And so let's get right into it. Before the opening plays, it does the previously on a little bit. We see Deku crying and we see Bakugo's reaction. And it kind of cuts to the police station talking about how the Nomus are the same as previously captured. There's no human reactions and not likely to get any new information about them. And since the warehouse was destroyed, we can't really get any further information. The bit, One of the bits from here, when they were talking about because the warehouse was destroyed, so they couldn't find anything there. In the yeah. manga, one of the, um, the gentlemen there states that they think that the location might have been a decoy because the environment didn't look like it was a good place to do testing on humans and also because it was so easy to find so it was really quickly brought up that maybe they were the gnomes were created somewhere else and then moved there for that purpose but that doesn't feature in the anime at all so i'm wondering if they said there's a few bits that don't feature but that i thought was quite a quite a big thing because if they've got another main base somewhere else then to move them there shows like a, a little bit of extra um, planning. But I wonder if maybe they spoke to Horikoshi and asked that question and he said, no, it's it doesn't mean anything. And they, so they cut it out for that. But it, it was only a small It thing. makes the League of Villains look at least a little smarter in the manga. And later we see All Might. And I'm not sure if he's in the police department as well. I think he's in the hospital. Yeah. Because it, lo it looks like he's in a hospital and he's still got his bandages on and that appears to be a hospital bed to me. I did like the one member of the police department who had that one long curly hair. Oh, yeah. Kind of like how they draw, sometimes they draw children in cartoons, they've got that one long hair that sticks up and then curls at the end. I wrote down, one guy has Armstrong hair, <laughs> it's just one big curl, and he looks like a baby. He does look like a baby. Their discussion was interesting though, I liked when they brought up the guy that said, um, one of the policemen said it was a draw and the other one said, no, you're, so, you're being so stupid, we were lost. And then I started thinking, would how is Shigaraki seeing it? Because he, mu he must see it as a loss. So I guess it's to both sides, but the the hero and the police side are really feeling like they've lost as well. Yeah, because both sides kind of lost their heads. They lost their symbols. But the, the hero side doesn't really know that Deku is the next symbol of peace. And also, he's just a kid still. Like, he's not ready to be the symbol of peace well shigaraki at least is older and like kind of prepared to be the symbol of evil or whatever you want to say that he that he is and they mentioned it as well with him saying that he's gone from being someone quite childish to as he get, takes more blows he's becoming quite cultivated in his actions of there's they're a, they're a lot further along he's got much longer plans to them rather than just we'll attack them here we'll attack them there he's matured less technical actions Every time they fail, they get stronger. And it's hard to tell if they, how much they planned and how much wasn't or whether or not, like, hindsight's twenty twenty. And I like how they kind of note that police are being called the villain reception. Like, they basically just... Because it's kind of like, that's what the cops are now with the heroes, basically. Like, they can work and grab their intel, but in the end, they're just, like, a storage facility. Yeah, and they mentioned they need to they need to reform so they can just stop being so passive, really. And All Might... We cut to All Might in the hospital, or wherever he is. All Might says the embers have gone out. The symbol of peace is dead. Covered in bandages, he's talking to Sukauchi in Gran Torino. But still, there's something he must do. Da -da -da -da. I like that when he's talking about his regret with Shigaraki, 
he's all Might's pupils in this episode do a lot. So when he's talking to Grantorine about his how regretful he is, his pul- his uh, pupils are pulsating. So you can sh- his eyes aren't really teary because they're they're so black behind the very small blue pupils. But you can show that he's regretful and he's upset because they're pulsating. And then after Gran Torino says to him, "No, you need to carry on as All Might, even though you've lost you've lost your ability. You've still got things you need to do." Referring to Isco, his eyes stop pulsing, maybe to show that he's he's made up his mind and he realizes that it's right. I wonder, like when. All Might says there's something he needs to do. At that point, he's thinking about Shigaraki, but it's not. Like you mentioned, it's nice that Gran Torino kind of focuses back on you. No, know, wait, like Deku, that's what you need to focus. Yeah. Like being a teacher is what you need to focus on, not like revenge fatherhood or whatever you want to do to Shigaraki. Um, and that that brings him out of his his sadness. But it was interesting, maybe Gran Torino being that much older because Gran Torino knew Nana before, so he would has that longer history with her so you think maybe his emotional connection might be a little bit deep but he's like no we need to we need to do the right thing this guy's still a criminal and her cop friend whose name i cannot pronounce i'm very sorry kind of focuses back on saying like we're looking for nana like looking for the grant we're looking for shigaraki and we're kind of talking about the fact like how did they not know and like talking about how like the fam talking about how nana specifically said don't get involved with my family, and like her husband was killed, and I wonder if was that this random villain, or was that all for one? I don't know. Yeah, it's still, it's still very unclear. Um, and then it cuts round, it cuts then to, um, Izuku and the group saying that they're handing over. He calls him Kachan rather than Bakugo again, so they were handing him over, and how quiet he was. Um, it's this is just a sort of a short scene, but in the manga, it's only a few panels. And it shows the departure of the group. And it's only very small, but I guess it just it's a little bit more of character development that we don't see there because Ida's very stiff and he's just kind of awkwardly waving, saying right to them as he goes. Kirishima's very happy, waving, thanking everyone. Momo's there, she's got her arms folded, she's kind of organising everyone, talking to Izuku, Kirishima and Shoto saying, You three, you need to go straight home. Yeah. <laughs> and there's e- Yes. It suits him. And it's weird to see go so quiet. Yeah, especially I guess with the moving scene, he's not even looking back, he's just looking down as he goes. Yeah. I think when we cut to um Shoto or Todoroki, what would be the the best thing to call him? Um Todoroki, I think. Yeah. When we go to his house, I think we see three people's houses in this episode. We see his house, we see Bakugo's house, and we see Izuku's house. And and Jiro, sorry, so four of them. So Shoto, Jiro, and Bakugo come from quite affluent families, it looks like. They've, both, they've all three of them have got houses. And then it shows Izuku in his little flat with his mum. And I think that's just an interesting juxtaposition to show that he's... He's come from a very different background, so it's pro- another reason why he yeah, really so wants to help people. And when we go to Todoroki's house, we meet his sister for the first time in the anime. Mm. And she has white hair with red flecks. And she says something crazy is happening. And she's worried she didn't respond to texts after he went to go see his mom. And he says, sorry. We hear pounding in the distance. Endeavor is throwing a hissy fit. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It shows special kicked off Wolverine, and it really 
tiny blue shoes. Are those Tony Baroque shoes? No. So I saw a bit about this in um last week when in the manga for last week people were saying that in the flashback to this scene in the manga you can see um four pairs of shoes on the floor so they're thinking that the the Todoroki um the fourth the the other son the third son so the second yeah. in line um that he must live there because of the shoes mm. so people views that but in this episode we don't see them and it only shows the two mm. shoes which I'm assuming are the his sisters from the size and the colour the bright the um light blue and the bigger oh. loafers being endeavours so I think they're just shown to show that it's just the sister um, Endeavour and Todoroki that live there at the moment mm -hmm. I think that's why they were shown yeah I'm surprised like they look so small like I was like kid shoes but it doesn't make sense that the whole he just has big feet yeah he's a big guy isn't he <laughs> <laughs> yeah and Todoroki walks down the hallway uh, it's all my chance on the front lines anymore in the position of number one and we brought back his dad hitting him so hard he threw up Oh. Looks to see burning training rooms, stuff thrown all over the place. And we learned that Endeavor's quirk is called Hellflame. And I just makes me wonder, does he name it himself? Like, where did, they, where did they get the quirk name from? I think they just come up with it, whatever sounds cool. Yeah, I think when they have to register when the quirk comes up. So I wonder if they can they can apply for names or if, um, and maybe if they're too ridiculous. But as the as the quirks progress, I think you can change the names as well because you can update your quirk as well. I think once or twice was mentioned when Izuku had to go and register his. So maybe they can change it if they get a a name they don't like or something. Endeavor came to Hiro. He's like, wait, I want this fire. I need to be silly. And Endeavor's like, I can't accept it. Not like this. And it cuts away to Deku's mom saying welcome home. And first thing she says is All Might had a hard time, right? Because she knows how worried Deku is. Um, and she said you must have had a hard time getting home. And like you can see, like I feel like it's always interesting when we ever we see the scar on Deku's hand. And he kind of like focuses on that. Yeah. And what will happen now? He falls asleep in bed and he gets a text or a phone call and runs out. So going back to Izuku's mom, she doesn't know. That he was involved. I wonder if if she does find out at some point. Yeah, but I'm not sure if she like would the media have the media wouldn't be there yet at that point. No, they weren't they weren't seen, so I don't think anyone knows that they were there. Yeah. Otherwise, especially when we see the mum get we see see her get so upset later on. I think if she had seen, yeah, she would have responded initially quite differently when he came back. sure that's i did notice that as well that's another feature that just something that's been quickly added in that isn't in the manga but i i did yeah. like it because de the degaba beach is supposed to be it's just sort of left to its own devices maybe a little bit neglected and that's just a little bit of extra detail but i really liked yes oh i love this run up Running to each other. Oh, my, to make saying a, saying escape scary. 
cooks are smart! <laughs> and he punches Deku in the face, all my coughs up blood, and Deku's face is amazing as he gets punched, and mm. falls to the ground. And all my kind of like getting mad at him, you really don't keep your word, do you? Everything is almost in vain, you know? Because really, if all for one had acted and like gotten Deku, it would have been the end. And like, who do you, who do you take after? You take crap at all, like. This scene really reminded me of Mike Guy and Rock Lee from Naruto. The the light in the background and they're running up and then the mentor, the sensei, just hits them. It's like, no! And then they have that big reconciliation afterwards and there's tears. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it says, Young Midoriya, I have effectively retired. My body can't fight anymore. First time I kind of teared up this episode. Uh, Deku cradles Chi. He looks like he's going to cry. And All Might busts out, throws a few punches, uh, and then he's like, deflates, coughs up blood, and Deku screams. And he reiterates that the last embers of all, One for All went out. He can't keep muscle muscle form anymore. If you still rush out every time, no matter what I tell you, destroy your body. And this time, Deku flinches. I don't know if he thinks he's going to get hit again, or he's just scared of the yelling. Yeah. And this time, he got out of the predicament for the first time without getting injured. Oh. I'm so happy. Oh. And then he, like, does the cutest thing in the world, which presses down, puts his arm on his shoulder, and, like, puts his head over his hand, like, backwards. And it looks so good. You're just like... Uh, it's just like, I mean, it's not a hug, it's like a, I don't know how to, I don't know how to call that, but. He, even in his skeletal version, he still looks so much bigger. Yeah. So I much bigger than him. Yeah. Uh, and he says he will devote himself to Reza and Deku, keep working hard together. Uh, Deku cries, I always love like, when Deku cries, he's always teased. And All Might says, you really don't keep your word, do you? All Might cries, I don't, I think that's the first time we've seen All Might cry. It's not in, it's not oh. in the manga, that one little tear that we see, that's not in the manga, it's just been added on. I liked it as well, and it's not like it's a it's a big cry. It's just the one single tear I think that we see yeah. down um, Izuku's shoulder. So he doesn't yeah. he doesn't see that he cries, but we see. Yeah, and didn't I tell you to stop being a crybaby? Didn't I tell you to stop being a crybaby? Deku just wails harder. Um, and then it cuts to the break, doesn't it? Oh yeah, and he says he realizes it's the end of an era for All Might, and we learn that All Might likes. Um, Yakushima Cedars, a big ancient tree, and I guess he's 72, so he's like a big tree himself. Yeah. So, like, I like this tree, it's a tree. <laughs> and at the eye test, we get a split update for Best Genus and Ragdoll. Mm. Both of them are alive. Best Genus won't work for a while, and Ragdoll, Ragdoll can't use a cork. And we learned Best Genus I thought that was. But such a quick way to do it, because you could almost blink and you miss it, whereas I'm, I'm going to keep comparing it to the manga, sorry. But in the manga, it's a page where it tells you what's going on. It tells you, um, with the narrator being the news the news person, it says that Best Genus is, is not going to be working for a long time because of his injuries, and Ragdoll has lost her um, has lost her quirk. But we also find out that she was number 32 in the hero polls, which is quite high up there, especially as being part of a group. Um, and we also see a, a sad, a very devastated picture of the Pussycat Dolls holding Ragdoll as she cries, and then a sad Kota in the background hiding sort of behind the door, watching what's going on. I hope 
enemy will kind of touch back on that team so fast here. Like, I think they have to show it again. Yeah, it's very... It's It was so quick, I was surprised that they, they cut out and they didn't even focus on it as, at all. Yeah. And then we see at a meeting at UA with Blood King's Lab, Arizona, All Might, and Rezu. I'm not sure Rezu's in a wheelchair at first, but just a chair. He says, thank you, All Might, for your lot. You've sacrificed your body for thousands. I think as a citizen, a hero, and a principal. And we kind of get later on... All, um, Deku's mom does the same thing. Mm. Um, many who there's many who think he should retire as a teacher. Uh, that uh, UA keeps getting attacked just because All Might's there, and the kids will keep getting caught up in it even more now that they can't fight. And uh, we must make strong decisions. Heroes passed on with the torch from All Might because the threat's still out there. They have to change, just like the cops are changing now. UA needs to change. I called that bit from Nezu. I wrote it down as the shit sandwich. Have you heard of that before in, um, not necessarily in like business terms, but even in like schooling when you're as like a manager or something, when you're giving someone bad criticism, you're supposed to say a good thing first and then a bad thing, a good thing after. Yeah. yeah I like, kind of like, bad, bad, good thing in the middle. Yes, like, thank you for what you've done. We, we really appreciate it. And then in the middle, oh, there are concerns though. People think that the students are going to be more at risk because you're here and you can't do anything to protect them. But we'll all work hard <laughs> to bring faith back. <laughs> Yes. The the bit in the middle did it did make me question him as the traitor where he mentions it, but it, it's only it's only very brief, and I guess you would have to mention it anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think anything at this point <laughs> makes me yeah. think people be traitors. I don't think he's a traitor. I don't think no. Like honestly, anything could happen. I nothing is a traitor in this book. No. We he does cut out Vlad in the manga. So he says something. It's it's only quite short. But I mean, at least he says something. And <laughs> no, he just stands there. Whereas in in the chapter we see him. Um, so it's, it's sorry, it's gone on to chapter ninety six now at the start of this. But we see he just puts his hand over his chest to his heart, like he's really he's really speaking from inside. And he says that um, he didn't. Him and the other heroes, they didn't realize the great burden that they were placing on All Might's shoulders, where he was still carrying everyone's faith in heroes. Um, and then Nezu goes back to, after that, goes back to saying that they all need to start implementing implementing the plans he's been thinking about for a while. Yeah, and I wonder if, if sorry to go back to it, but Vlad, like, is he, is he the only teacher for Class B? Because at least like, Class A has All Might and Aizawa, but... No, I think, no, he's not, so All Might isn't, All Might's the teacher for the hero lesson specifically in the combat. But Azawa and Vlad are the homeroom teachers. Is that what they call them? Yeah. Because we, we call them something different. We call them we have um houses houses in the UK, like in Hogwarts or in my school anyway. Most schools. Yeah, we have um houses. So your form room will be your head of house. Oh. Yeah. Also, we have like uh President Mike is an English teacher. Some I don't know what he no, I can't remember what Azawa teaches either, but I think he's just their, their homeroom, if I'm using the right word. I think he's just their homeroom, like their form tutor, and he takes them for when they have to do the register in the morning and if there's a sport, the sports day, telling them those sorts of things. And then he's got his actual teaching duties as well, but I'm not sure what lessons he does take. Yeah, 
for the manga that they will cut it out. But I wonder in the second when they move going to second year, is Aizawa uh, not going to be their teacher anymore? I'd like to think he'd stay on. Otherwise, it doesn't. It wouldn't really make sense to meet someone new each year when they all the teachers already know so much about them. Also, I think like, I know in, for like where I am, like the teachers change every year, but I think Japan like might be different. I know like the homeroom teacher is really really important. Mm. So I wonder if they keep them as they move along. Our version of homeroom teachers, the the head of house and things, they stayed the same unless obviously there was sickness or pregnancy or they left or yeah. something. Because um, they also, I think their job as well is to if if you're getting trouble or anything, if they need to call the pa someone's parents or if someone gets ill at school, um, yeah. or if there's like you know compassionate reasons, it would be the head the homeroom or the head of house teacher that would deal with that. Stays. I think it's interesting as well, but everyone's all the kids know seem to know it as Al's name, but I haven't heard anyone call All Might by his name. It's just All Might. Yeah, it's only really uh, Gran Torino who calls, and his cop friend who calls. Oh, actually, no, only Gran Torino calls until she Mm. I don't think his cop friend does, because he's very much like he's just a symbol. Like I guess. When people would talk to them, they're just so used to just all night them. Because, like, probably, even when Rachel had started out, all night was already there. Yeah. As, like, a big hero. Because it's still, we don't know how old all night is. It just seems like forever, even though he's not. Like, yeah. I'm guessing he's older than Azawa. I think so. Yeah. He's probably in his 50s or something. Mm, 40s or 50s, because Azawa's in his 30s. I think he's just very stoic. I think in the last episode and this one and probably the future ones to come, he's probably I think he's like with Vlad said where he didn't they don't realise the burden all might's been carrying and Azawa gave him so much stick before, saying, Oh he's just showboating for the media, blah blah blah. I think maybe he's reconsidering his opinions on things. And so um, while he does that, he's he's just been quiet. Mm -hmm. And we learn that, I don't know if you mentioned it yet, Nezu is going to enter these dorms, and the teachers have to go to the families to convince them. And we cut to a very modern-looking building, and we hear a guy saying, no, it's not there, you're rocking. Oh, I love him. They're <laughs> uh, going to enter these dorms after my daughter is injured, even though it wasn't that serious, and they like, they're going to act like nothing happened. And I was all work with a bun. He's such a hipster. I know, I love him. I love him so much. Uh, and he says, you're right. Uh, looking at the pride and negligence, will you leave it to us just this once? We will definitely raise Kyoka to be a fine hero. Mm. The second time I cried. I, like, I couldn't tell if he's bowing his head or not, or if he's just having his head down because he looks ashamed. I think he's semi-bowing bowing his head as he's apologising. He's semi-bowing because Jiro comes out with her deep-filled shirt saying, you don't have to bow. I love the detail that, I think it's in the manga as well, she uses her earlobes to open and shut the door because her hands are full. Yes. And they already decided what to do once the governor was in the mail. 
and oh, her dad's like, I can't believe my daughter's being taught by someone so rocking. Uh, you notice that she gets the earlobe from the mom, and seriously, like, Brian's the son, the dad's like, I can't believe he's so cool. And I think those are the people who sing one of the openings for the anime. Mm. The mum's so stoic in the background while he's just yeah. <laughs> outrageous. And, yeah. The dad just wants to act like a strict dad. She yells at him to shut up. A razor head is just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> when and the mom says to stop, you two are not allowed to punk rock concert. You know if there's a party, Jiro's mum is going to be the life and soul of that. She's stoic now. She's sitting there quietly. She has a few beers or a few sakes. She's going to be on the table. Yep, have fun. You're right. <laughs> uh, and Reese's head says he's prepared to face more criticism, and he whispers, like, I'll buy, all my, I'll buy you a drink, All Might. I like that All Might says that he, he can't drink. I'm guessing because of the where he's missing his stomach, and there's probably some liver damage as well. He says that he can't drink, not that he, he doesn't. So, again, it's bringing back to his, his injuries. And also maybe the fact that, like, back when he had his quirk, if he drank too much, he was too strong. But I think it is mainly the no-stomach thing. <laughs> oh. And the next house won't be easy. And I just want to say, like, you have to bounce this house, and this house is big and, like, has, like, round curviness to it. It is. I thought his house was a... Because we don't know. We know what Jiro's parents do. So the dad's in a band and the mum was the mm-hmm. manager. And I think we know about Bucko's parents that they met in an office and the mum hit it off. The mum was really heavily hitting on... Bakugo's dad. I think they're both in fashion. Oh. Uh-huh. I think so. I know the mom's in fashion, but I don't mm. know if the dad is. The dad might be keeping that in office. Yeah. And they both both parents have like very spiky hair, just like Bakugo, so he really had no hope for No. When we saw their house, I thought for a second it was flats, but then I referred back to the manga and it, it heads into his um, the plaque outside the house saying that it was it's the Bakugo household. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, this, this is a you know, this is a big house. Yeah. Every everyone, but uh, Izuku's got a big old house. And it's really close to you. This is mostly like flats, and like nearby, kind of like a suburb area or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Baku's mom slaps him on the head. He says, "Sure, I'm counting on you." And Baku, oh, sorry, Baku goes, "Don't hit me, old lady. I'll kill you." Oh, Baku. She says, "Oh, it's your fault for being weak." Yeah. <laughs> Hard. That is so hard just being your kid, even though Bakugo is a bit of a shit sometimes. Yeah. I, guess, like, I don't know, it's weird to kind of, I, I don't know. And um, even, yeah. sorry, even when the husband chimes in, saying like, oh, you're gonna, you're making them nervous, <laughs> she tells him off as well as Bakugo, she says, oh no, if you're gonna say something, make sure we can all hear him. <laughs> and I'm like, what is with the darkness in this house? Yes, the- and she forces Bakugo to bow. She says he's reckless and really good at everything. Blessed with a good quirk. So others fond over, or fond over him, so end up like this. And I just want to say, like, you're the one who raised him. Maybe you should have done something about that. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. She takes all the blame on him and like everyone else. It's like, no, you raised him. Maybe you should have done a better job. Bakugo looks pissed. He gets in praise. The shower stuff. She's happy that her ass. She's happy that at the press conference, the head like, kind of realized what Bakugo was all about. That he's a good kid, and, like, he's trying his best to be a pro hero. Yeah, but it just, it gets easily misinterpreted. Yeah. Because <laughs> he tells everyone to die. Yeah, all the time. I'm like, no. He needs to have, like, a murder jar. Every time he tells someone he's going to kill them, he has to put a dollar in the murder jar. Until he goes broke. Then he'll stop threatening to kill 
think we should create a murder jar for him and use that money to buy speakers or like buy recording equipment. Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to make, make a note of this. Murder, murder jar every time. I think I'll put one pound in the murder jar in the manga and the anime every time. Oh He's starting from now. I'm not. Or maybe when we, if we, yeah, maybe when we re-watch the anime and talk about it, I'll start putting pounds in then, but I'm not going back yeah. and adding them all in. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to go safer, because Sakugo, as a series episode, he's kind of calming down a little bit, so maybe I won't be completely, actually, I'll be broke, or I won't, like, have all, but I don't know, we'll see, but I like the idea of a murder jar. Murder jar, it's a thing now. <laughs> yeah, hashtag murder jar. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. Uh... Where were we? Episode title. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say, after that bit, when they go outside and All Might says to us, oh, oh, I'll buy you a drink this time, I don't really understand what the, the I'll buy you a drink, no, I'll buy you one, what, what that's relating to. I guess it's because, like, it was that, that, like, house was so shocking and kind of, like, interesting to see. Uh, okay, I'll buy you a drink to recover. To recover, that. yeah. The mom's been him all the time, but she like kind of pets him on the head a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. Hmm. Especially when she makes him bow again. <laughs> she calms down so quick. Yeah, I guess they're they're very similar. Sakugo and his mom, they're both very much like big personalities. He, I think he really takes after his mom, and maybe like he gets a lot of his smarts from his dad. Even though the mom's also smart, but we yeah. know Sakugo's like wickedly smart. So it's nice to see he was quieter this episode, and it's like okay, maybe he gets that from his dad. His dad must have a headache all the time. Oh. Just constantly popping those paracetamols. Uh, give him a drink. And next is Midoriya's house. Oh, no. The only thing I want to talk about... Oh, yeah, the Bako when he goes outside. And he asks yeah. All Might what uh, Midoriya is to him. I like Bako's walk. I think they make it purposely very clumpy. Maybe yeah. to show that he's nervous or something. But it's very very clumpy to me. Yeah, and he's like, his calm face made me cry again, because he is like, he's worried about Deku, or he knows something's up with Deku. So he's like, what is Deku to you? Mm. And Red Hat can clearly hear him, and he's just like, it's a secret, but he doesn't know. And all, all my kind of pauses for a second, not really long enough to be awkward, and he says, he's my student, just like you, a future hero with bright prospects. Mm. I think in Japanese, he calls it them an egg, so like an egg that's gonna like... Yeah. Because that's um, Gran Torino's thing, he used to call them all fetuses or something. Yeah. But um, in this bit, I have so many notes on All Might's pupils this for this episode. <laughs> when he's lying to Bakugo, you can't see his pupils at all. Yeah. I guess to show that he's regretting that he has to lie to him and he wants to, to hide like, those emotions from him. But we don't see any pupils there when he's talking to him. He says, sorry Bakugo, I can't tell you anymore. Mm. And we hear the mom yell, the cops said not to go outside, and he says, I see, if you don't want to tell me, that's fine. And then he very quietly, facing away, says, thanks. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if, (laughs) all might must have heard that, but it's such a, thanks, (laughs) and then just slumps off in again. And she yells him again, he yells back, I know. All Might's going to go by himself to Midoriya's because he needs to cover the whole class, but basically he doesn't want Razorhead to be there. No. I think 
this is another note where all my um, his pupils change again and they go into that um, the sort of upside down smile just the white smile as he's sort of like lying and trying to be like no 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 it's fine you go I, I can do this on my own yeah. oh, he's not a good liar no <laughs> and then at Midoriya's house Uko and Deku are super nervous like oh my you know how Deku tells his mum to keep calm when he's just as frantic. And his yeah. his blue shirt as well, apparently on it, it just says dress shirt. <laughs> That's the writing on it to make him even more plain. Dress shirt. <laughs> I, think, I think someone, or A table for four because I miss you're assuming that when you're younger you want your, your friends your kids friends and things to come over until you find out that your kids friends is back ago and then you want them nowhere near oh sorry it's only set for two off you go She seems very tentative at first and then she gets some real determination. She said that she would need nerves of steel if she was going to let him go. Yeah. And you can see it in her eyes that, that at that point she's very determined to not let him go. Yeah, and she doesn't want him to go down that same like path. Future filled with blood. She's grateful as a citizen but scared as a parent. And we get a very cute flashback to baby Deku, them playing hero together. And she thinks that he would have been happier corkless and just watching heroes. But I don't think he would have. He wanted to be hero so badly even without a cork. Yeah. It's a very emotive scene. You can really you can really feel the tension there. And I don't think there's any music in the background either. With the crying at the in um Dagba Beach, there's some great music in the background, but here there's there's none at all. But I guess there's the flashbacks. And as a result of ignoring his mother's feelings for so long, she mentions the nerves of steel. She can't, doesn't feel like she can, she doesn't, she's not strong enough to impress her son to be away. She's crying and shaking, but she's still firm. Like, she's staring down the symbol of peace. It doesn't matter, matter how wonderful of a hero you are. Like, you let all this stuff happen. I don't want my kid attending. Mm. The final, the final bit, sorry, where she says that she doesn't want him to attend, that's the end of chapter um, 96, and this is where it crosses over to 97. I thought that I knew there was a chapter cut in there, because we, like, there there went a bit where we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, this, this last 15, 10 minutes or so is just one chapter. Yeah, very intense. And Becky yells, it's my own fault, the teachers told me over and over I didn't listen to them. But she responds, it's still the school's responsibility. And all my also standing up, everyone's, like, standing up, getting... Standing up, and she's sitting down. I'll make her sit down. 
And she says, I don't care if I'm acting like a monster parent. I'm fine being a monster. I don't want to steal his dreams. You can go to a different hero school. And Becky runs out of, out of the room. And All Might's like, oh, look at me so much. You'd be heartbroken. And like, going to the same school as me has such meaning. And she says she'll go get him. But Deku's already back holding the letter, saying it's fine if it isn't UA. He got the letter from Co- the letter from Koda, which I think we've seen. We've definitely seen it before. We saw it mentioned quickly. Um, but we haven't seen... Had we seen him re- receive it? Oh, I can't remember. I think but we know that he'd wrote, he'd wrote, written a letter. Can we get the sorry for punching you in the balls? Yes. The letter? <laughs> I know we've seen that before, so I think we might have seen it really quick. But this, it just seems important because for that instant, like that boy and that letter made him a hero, and he will become a hero. And All Might said to himself, you already are, he buffs out. Like, you're more than just one following in my footsteps as you're... I, I, think, I think he's... I don't know if he's saying it or thinking it. I think... I think he's saying... Oh, no, in the manga, no, he's definitely... He's thinking it, but I think here maybe they had him say it. It was slightly unclear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so teacher, I must support you. And he goes down on his knees, dogs his style. Like, I apologize for doing things out of order. Cried again for the time. I don't... Like, last few episodes, I cried, like, three times every time. <laughs> yes. And, and so we... Uh, I believe young I, I sorry, I believe young Yuzuku is the right person to succeed me, that he will become the next symbol of peace. She asks him to stop. It's he apologizes for being weak to Deku's admiration and negligent in his teachings, and he pops down into small light. Uh true his path is filled with blood, but to keep him from going down the same path, I want to stand by him and walk together with him. You get crying at Deku asking if he can be a hero. All Might doesn't blame her for having misgivings about UA, but UA knows they have to change. And it looks not the current UA, but at the future UA. And then, will you let me, I love this line, will you let me pour my all into young Yuzuku? Yeah. And we see, like, I love this close-up shot of All Might, and we see his nose scrunched up against the ground. Yes, I was going to mention that. So good. I will protect him and raise him up, even, even if I have to give my life to do so. Uh, okay. She's shocked and also falls for knees, and she says, "Is really Zuko's reason for living?" And this so I, I love that she realizes how much all it means to him. And she doesn't hate you any. She just wants Zuko to be happy. So don't give up your life. Give up on your life, please. Live properly and protect him. Like saying, "Little will die for you" is great, but live for me. Like live for my son. Like teach him. Beg you working. Mm-hmm. Like didn't say that, but. If you can promise that, I will allow Deku to go. Deku cries. Um, all my promises, and then Deku also promises not to make her worry. Oh, well, I'm at the end. All my choose take care of my son, and we cut to the credits. This this turnaround to me for her didn't feel. I mean, I guess it was because he was going so far. But where he said he wanted to make Izuku the next symbol of peace. Oh, whatever route you go down, that's still going to be quite bloody. So for him to come out and say that outright, I guess just shows how honest he is, because he's not, he's not bluffing to her and saying, no, he'll be fine, he'll have, like, I'll make sure of it, I'll look after him. He's still telling her, no, he, I think he's going to go down this very difficult path. So he's being honest, but I guess if he didn't go so far to the ground with his bowing and um, his honesty, she wouldn't have believed it. After he'd yeah. told her <laughs> this quite drastic plan. I was like, 
sure she's like she said she's honest for here like she kind of lied to back up and goes just a student and a bright future but she says here like he's gonna be the next thing we'll see it's the first time he's told like another person that he thinks that much of Deku yeah that he can sort of have his own become and I guess like to kind of overwhelm it's just nice to know that like all my dead set they're not just like going wildly they kind of have a plan mm. like they're gonna improve the, the bits that we've missed from the end of the chapter that they've cut out, it's a few it's a few pages, actually. Oh. Um, it's just as uh, when All Might leaves and Izuku goes up to him, he uh, All Might mentions to him like, how great his mum is, um, how he was really lucky to have her, and he says something I thought was quite interesting. He says that she reminds him somewhat of Nana. Obviously, he, d- oh. he doesn't mention Nana's name to Izuku. He calls him her, um, his mentor. Um, and he he then sort of seems to backtrack and say, oh, I'm not really sure what it is. Though. I'm not sure if it's her hair or her strength, but he oh, made yeah. that comparison. I feel like that's probably going to be next week. But I but I feel like it's I yeah. They want to cut out with like I don't know because yeah. from the preview of next week, it looks like it will all be focused on the school. And then after he says that, we see um we see Izuku's mum crying at the window as she watches them talk. And then it cuts to uh, Izuku saying, ah, oh, and then we started at school and it's got pictures of all of the Class 1A schoolmates going in to the school and their journey there. Mm-hmm. So I and then so I don't know if it will be featured because it's just a page. I thought oh, that comparison that was missed like, out. Maybe even just like before the opening song you might put it in? Maybe. And then cut, like, so she's strong and he does, I think he even buffs out to do it. He doesn't do his muscle form, but he does. Um, he holds up his arm out like a sort of a bicep pose. Yeah. And then as he he does that, there's two citizens in the background who obviously don't recognise him as All Might, and they say, "Oh, who's that skeleton there? It's gross." Oh, didn't someone also recognise him on the beach? Oh, I think that was, I don't think, no, if that was that this episode. I think this was um, when they first went there and he went into his his skeletal, his skeletal pose. But here someone says, oh, that's disgusting. And he almost just says, oh, I'm not, I'm not completely used to this form yet. I know. No, I love all those moments. Yeah. Um, did you watch the after credits scene? I did watch the after credits. Okay. And we see that uh, also one of the Chargos, which I know is a reference. I think it's a Greek, Greek prison. Oh, the Iliad, Tartarus is far beneath me because heaven is above earth. I thought Tartarus was um, in the. Uh, where it's they the put the dead. super criminals. Yeah, it's, it's where they put super criminals, but Tartarus is a reference to, like, in the Greek hell. Yeah. Or, I've just Googled it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tartarus, yeah, in Greek mythology, it's a deep abyss used as a dungeon, dungeon of torment. Ooh. That's kind of ooh, mythology. Oh, that's um, the, I like that it related back to what the police were saying. Because the police were discussing whether or not um, the villains had planned it and whether all for one had planned to fail because that's all the failures were making Shigaraki stronger as he grew and yet then we see that yes that is what he planned he wanted he wanted to take himself out to push him to be stronger and he's saying oh all oh my you've missed a trick there you should have 
you should let your student grow on his own, and the hatred is what makes him strong. Yeah, you should have the chance to die. If you took a chance to die, when you had an out, yeah, like emboldening your student and like inspire him, but instead he lived. It's kind of the opposite of what uh, Inky was saying that oh, you should live and inspire him, but also I'm saying you should die. And I, I just love that Tartarus is a special prison for villain criminals. It's like I, I think it's like. Yeah, it's the same yeah. place where, um, because in the the manga when All for One is taken there, we see him go past Stain, yeah. and Stain's stuck to the glass wall just watching watching him go by, yeah. bored out of his mind. Yeah. But oh, Shigaraki and the, they're all in the dark room yeah. feeling sad, and then we've got Shigaraki with all those, those hands, and he's like hugging the hands around his face. With his yeah. hood up. And we see, like, they're all looking badass. And there's just, like, pop cans and bottles in the background. It's like, there's still a bunch of, there's still a bunch of cake, kind of. Yeah. Like, but also, they're letting their experience, hatred, and regret move them forward. And we get the repeat of, like, last episode ended with, next, your turn. Now we get the villain. We get all for one saying it to, uh, what's his name? Shigaraki. Shigaraki. counted i might go back and count the number of hands that i don't think we can see them all clearly enough to count though the hands that are all around if that's his his mum and his dad's hand because we know that he calls the one on his face father but yeah and then the preview to next episode which looks like it'll be one of the first episodes for a while that we shouldn't cry at <laughs> She said son. Oh, did she? Yeah, she said her that the dad died and the son was given up to adopt for um adoption. Oh, I think it's a child. So okay, so so I guess like that's literally the hand of or not sure or we, I guess we don't know for sure. He just called it father, but it could be the hand of Nana's son. Yeah, I mean, it seems to make the most eerie sense at the moment. do our round out and we can say I'm Kendra you can follow me at at sniper of my heart I also have a tumblr <laughs> it's at words dear I don't know if you want to follow that though yeah and I'm Sophie you can follow me at choppers antlers uh, if you want to follow us again the uh, we have a uh, we have an email if you have some longer questions that e email is myheropod at gmail.com and it's the same handle for twitter but it's MHA pod. So you can email us with questions or help, would be appreciated. Yes, if you have any like guidance on how to podcast.
Yes, please advise. <laughs> Just, I don't know, don't yell at us too much. But a little bit's okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, signing off, don't forget to go beyond Plus Ultra! Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the one... The, oh. <laughs> See? Because I don't know if you can hear it, but there's some dogs. I, I just heard them. Who are unhappy with their life. <laughs> there's a vet around the corner and we don't usually hear dogs because it's not a very dog friendly area. Uh, but tonight, there's all the dogs. The dogs are who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who. <laughs> New and vet. <laughs> Um, and then we go to Endeavour in a very, very, very fancy teacher's room with or a TV that looks like a, mark, a microwave. Raise your head. You said Endeavour. Hmm? You said Endeavour. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, sorry. Uh, like, Gran Torino's usually... Gran Torino's in Hosu. Yeah, and they're not in Hosu. Oh, no, he's not in Hosu. They travelled to Hosu on the train. Uh... Because there wasn't, there wasn't very much crime going on near where Gran Torino was. Mm-hmm. Takas, or no, oh my god, I'm just, I'm thinking of Takasugi.